Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to our show. We're so happy to have you here. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, and we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. It's a beautiful day. It's good to see you, and I'm excited for our show today. So am I. It's, but we we're just talking about the crazy weather and all that stuff. We'll get to that yep. in a second. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, The Mindful Lab with Christine Erickson, where you can find clarity, connection, and peace. She is amazing. She works a lot with youth, especially young women, helping them find their mindfulness. So look her up at mindfullab.net. Also, The Sunshine Family Hemp, Nature's Side of Healing. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. We use their products. We love their products and they're amazing people to work with. We also would like to thank Abundance with Ellie featuring Young Living Oils. There is an oil for that. You can find her at AbundanceByEllie at gmail.com. We go through tons and tons and tons of oils here and we love them. We use them for everything. Also, we want to invite you to check out Doug's own station on his YouTube channel and all other social media. And that is called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. Doug has done some amazing, amazing shows on there. Not some, all of them are amazing shows. We've had the opportunity to have a number of his guests on our show as well and vice versa. And it's just been so fun and we love what he's doing. So Doug, you're close to 60 or not. If Moving not on towards right 60. Yep. We're getting really so, close to 60. Put a couple, three more on the other day and uh, yeah. So it's moving forward. Thank you. So all of you out there listening, if you, they're, they're just short. A lot of them are just short and they're just absolutely you're, you get goosebumps when you listen to them because everybody <laughs> has a miracle. And some of them are such simple miracles that were like, what? And other ones are life changing miracles, but everything is a miracle. And that's what yeah. our show is, is teaching people how to have hope how to have miracles happen in your healing. And it doesn't matter what that healing is, whether it's emotional, physical, financial, whatever it is, there's always hope. And we want people to do that. We were just talking a second ago about last night's crazy weather here in Idaho and Utah and out my front door or the side door, I saw the incredible rainbow that was, I could see the whole thing. And usually you can only see a part of it. (laughs) And inside that rainbow, the sky was dark. It was, it was, it was really weird. I've never seen anything like it. And outside of the rainbow, it was light and bright. And as we were watching the lightning, it was only lightning inside the rainbow. and it was it was such an interesting phenomenon to sit there and watch and a few minutes later there was a double rainbow and again the lightning was within the rainbow and what kept coming to me was god is so good this is a miracle and that's a reminder of the protection that he's got for us when within the storm you know we're we're all within this crazy storm and we're all learning how to negotiate with that and figure it all out this every day I wouldn't even say it's a new normal because every day is something different. But we have got an amazing guest with us today. Benjamin King is with us and he, we got the opportunity to meet with him and he is probably the most 
peaceful, calm person I've ever been around. Those of you that are watching the video, you can see he's just gazing, gazing off and very peaceful and calm. And, and I'm just so impressed with him and what he does. And he and his wife, Cheryl, have raised nine children um, together. And they have, they just love to teach people ways of life. And in 2010, he's worked with hundreds and hundreds of individuals in 2010 tell me if i'm wrong is when he started his foundation the blue petal foundation and i want to ask where that name come from because it's such a beautiful name anyway he helps people with their health struggles relationships spiritual practices overall the path of life to find a meaningful solution with breakthroughs and with peace and if you're watching him you can just see this all within him and he just got done teaching some classes and i know he's a hypnotherapist and he's a qui-gon practice practitioner these are all things that we got to get answers to because doug and i are just like we only got a very short time to visit with him and talk to him but we were so impressed yeah with you ben we want we want to um turn the time over to you tell us a little bit first of all tell me how you came up with this name because i think this name is so cool well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show, Stephanie. Thank you, Doug. Absolutely. Um, the name Blue Petal Foundation was, it came by inspiration to my wife. Okay. This is something that she and I, from the very beginning, have uh, worked together on. And we, we knew it needed to be given a special name that reflected the nature of its purpose, of its work. And one evening, just before going to bed, my wife was in prayer and her head popped up and she goes, we need to name it Blue Petal Foundation. And I felt something when she said that and I knew she was right. And we both then wanted to know why what was the meaning? Uh, but what we, you know, what we, what we had our minds um, guided toward was the the blue lotus flower. So the the mind body practice that I do and that I teach is called qigong. It originates from China thousands of years ago, and so there's a lot of the Chinese flavor. Uh, that I incorporate into the classes and into the teachings. Of course, as you can see, I'm here in my studio and everything around me is uh, antique, uh, authentic Chinese furniture. Mm. Um, But the blue lotus flower is regarded as sacred and um, very important to a lot of Eastern cultures, a lot of ancient Eastern cultures. It's symbolic of new life, spiritual rebirth, growth, and victory, uh, transformation. Mm. Um, so that's the, the purpose behind the name. I love it. I love it. I love how the name came to through a, a morning or evening uh, prayer and just ideas come in the flood. And I, I think that's awesome. And that you, and that it resonated with you too. You kind of both together came to that connection. I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. So Ben, let's start with kind of your family. How I know you were an actor for many years. You were you were in the theater arts. We were talking about that a little before because that is one of my loves is the theater arts. And and so let's start 
back at the beginning, how did you, how did you start with that? And what did you, what were some of the things you did with that? What miracles did you see in that? And how did that bring you to the progression of where you're at now? That's a lot of questions right there in one little Um, sentence. (laughs) Yeah. I would, I would say that theater and acting was a salvation to my soul at some point in my life because I grew up with um, a number of challenges and struggles. We moved around a lot. As we all kind of do, so I appreciate that. Um, we were a very transient family just because of the nature of <laughs> uh, my dad's pursuit of his dreams, his entrepreneurial ambitions. So I sat down and I figured out that by the time I was 14 years old, we moved over 33 times. Wow. And finally landed wow. in Utah. But through that whole time, I struggled. I dealt with anxiety that was really um, debilitating, just as it pertained to school. Okay. Mm. Of course, that kept me from consistently attending. And I got behind in my uh, education and learning. That's a good, like, so, avoid the pain. That's a good, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I, I, I couldn't be inside of a school classroom environment and not feel uh, completely um, suffocated by anxiety and fear. And um, there was absolutely no kind of learning <laughs> that was going on. So my right. parents didn't really know what to do with me. I stayed home a lot. I just became kind of a bedroom bum. Immersed myself in comic books, grunge, Mm. music, and uh, feeling very lost, feeling very disconnected, feeling Mm. very hopeless. But theater gave me a new hope of exploring something within myself. And it was like, I was introduced to a magical world when my older sister took me on my birthday to go see a performance at the local university. It was a comedy, but I connected with it in some very deep, meaningful, inexplainable way. How old were you, Ben, at that time? um, On that birthday? I must have been 13 years old. Okay. Okay. And when I finally had the courage to start back in public school for freshman year of high school, one of the classes that I was talked into signing up for was theater, drama. And I think that was my, my miracle because I learned that if I could be somebody else, if I could be a a character, then I didn't have to be me because the me was not, was somebody who, who was scared. The me who was uh, somebody who was uh, stupid and dumb and um, not safe. But if I could, if I could pretend to be somebody else, then I could bring out anything. I can bring out any kind of action or emotion or thought. And so that's 
that's what helped introduce me to me. And then I gradually grew in just becoming more confident, more um, connected, more present um, in myself with others. And then it became a passion. And um, by the time I graduated from high school, I was voted most likely to become famous. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, by my by my class, everybody expected me to go into Broadway or to go into Hollywood. Right. Um, so I I did go on. I did some semi professional work, but I studied it at the university level, Brigham Young University. And did you feel bad that? Can I ask you this question real quick? Because you're telling the story of my family. Did you feel like <laughs> the theater was a safe place? Yeah, theater is a place where. I think this is why you uh, theater tends to attract uh, kind of the strangers, the weirdos, the um, those kids who are just they don't fit, they don't belong. Because in theater, everybody belongs. You can find right. a family ready to um, welcome you in and click with you because we're all we're all. Um, I, I've done a lot of thinking about this. What I realized is that we all in theater have some form of suffering mm. and through that suffering we're we're able to touch upon some very deep emotions and bring it to a uh, a level of reality and convey that through character work um that is very compelling but also very satisfying as a performing artist yeah wow that that is so yeah I, I love what you're saying because this is exactly my family my family was struggling through a lot of stuff and my son was 15 and he developed asthma. He couldn't breathe, but his dad wanted him to do sports and do all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what, let's, let's guide you over to the theater end, which I'd done my whole life. And it really saved his life. It truly saved his life. And it was amazing. So I, I agree with you. I like when you said I could learn to be something, someone else. That's an interesting statement to make and i and i can see how people that that don't know where they're fitting in or can't fit in love theater because you can go to a different place but i'm gonna think that probably has something to do with everything else that you do with helping people to find out who they are it's like okay how can i become something that i'm supposed to be so i can be comfortable and not um nervous all the time <laughs> And I love exactly. how you brought up to the audience because the audience, I, I love the I love theater. My my poor dear sweet husband's been we're just gotten <laughs> married and he's been engulfed in all this theater in the last couple of weeks. I think four plays and two concerts and <laughs> but but it's you can go to a different place and it's it's amazing how whether you're on stage or you're watching really good performers it takes you to a different world and you can step out of your world for a few minutes, you know? So I'm, I'm really encouraging the people that are listening, you know, look to that, find that, let yourself go to a different place for a little while, especially with all the crazy going on right now, books okay. do the same thing, but there's something about getting up there, like you said, and becoming a different character. You can find things inside yourself that you'd never be able to explore someplace else. Well, that's what gave me the courage initially just to um, get integrated into uh, an environment that I normally didn't feel safe in. But what I started learning, and it really wasn't until the university level, 
where I started refining the craft and developing the art of this. And that was the discovery of authenticity that the more mm-hmm. authentic I am, actually the less acting I do, the more powerful the performance was. Mm-hmm. And, and this was a real challenge to me because if I had any personal blocks inside of me, I could only go so far as an artist. Um, I had to get to the point where I could be absolutely comfortable within me exploring any range of emotions. Um, and of course, a lot of those emotions are, are inside of me because of the, the spectrum of, of life, of the highs and the lows, the goods and the bads, the, the, the exhilarating joys and the happiness, but also the, the deep and uh, penetrating pains. Mm. Because I'm so familiar with those, I was able to draw upon that like a palette of color and, and bring it into the performance. And, but in a genuine and authentic way. And yes, I do carry that um, now into my life and I do carry that now into my practice. And I do help, I hope, um, the clients and the students that I, that I work with to connect to, to that in themselves and to welcome any of the deep emotions that um, haven't been honored. Uh, so they learn to honor the emotions and they learn to confront deep aspects of them that they've either uh, shut themselves off from, uh, they're hiding them away in shame or fear and insecurity and uh, welcoming them into the light and uh, feeling comfortable with them as they discover probably for the first time what authenticity is. Benjamin, I want to I want to touch on that just a minute because I, again, you're bringing so many thoughts to my mind because this is my my world and my Me my too. family and what we've been through. And is there something specific, some miracle that specifically stands out in your mind? Because when somebody comes to that reality, that everything that they've been through, all the hardships, all the heartache, all the deep emotions, that those aren't bad things. They can the bad things that happen to us, but they can turn those and use those for the benefit of themselves and others. And do, have you been able to see miracles happening with that? Everything you're just explaining to us. <laughs> I think you reach a point where miracles are so common. You don't, you don't, they don't stand out as much mm-hmm. anymore because it reminds me of something Albert Einstein said. And that is that there are two ways of seeing life. And one is as though, nothing is a miracle and the other is as though everything is a miracle yeah and i agree when i when i look back at some of the most defining moments of my life i can i can say that those are miracles even though at the time they were devastating they were so um uh painful but recognizing that the pain was really the cracking of the shell. It was what preceded the rebirth. And so I think there was a series of miracles just in the last five years of my life um, that began 
when I decided it was time to leave my job. Mm. It was time to quit working at a company that had deviated from its core values and, and what I felt the true mission of it was. And plus it was, I had fulfilled my time there and it was now time to embark on my personal path. I can but, totally understand. <laughs> I know you can. Totally I'm getting goosebumps. I'm going to have to grab the tissue because their waterworks are coming. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But this, this requires so much trust. This forces, this forced me to question everything about me of, all right, do I have what it takes? Do I have the skills, the connections? Do I have the faith? Do I have the perseverance? I know it's going to get hard. Do I have what it takes to get through that hard spot? Or am I going to be tempted to jump back in at the boat of safety and security, wherever that is? <laughs> I'm well, laughing because this is exactly what Doug's just going through right now. Oh, and I've been there too. And major, you have a wife and children. And that's mm -hmm. all that all plays into the decision of what do I do because I know I need to move forward. And thank you for those great learning opportunities. That's what I always say. Woo, those were those were good learning opportunities. Yeah. As hard as they were. And 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 we've both gone through that. And for you to explain that so eloquently. Very much. Thank you. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that are out there right now trying to make those decisions. What what do I do with my life? All those things that you just said. I was laughing because we've had this conversation many times. <laughs> Absolutely, we have. And it sounds to me, what I was gathering from this, um, it's very good that you, you, you're grabbing the whole person, the good, the bad, the whatever, and helping the whole person move it forward to a better place. And that's that's what I'm resonating with with what you just said. That I, am I close with what your thoughts are? Well, you're you're right on, Doug. Because um, when you reach a crisis, and the crisis occurs at the crossroads, yeah, you have to make a choice. You're tapping in holistically. You yeah. are learning to reach into the deep reserves of spiritually emotionally physically yeah um mentally mm -hmm. uh knowing that the decisions you're making are epic because of the course of life that you're going to take and the people that you're going to affect the people that you're going to influence uh, especially those who are relying on, who are relying upon you. Yeah. And so for me, um, the miracles started popping up when we stepped into the darkness of the unknown without any assurance of what the steps would be. We trusted that there would be steps, but we didn't know where they were going to be. We didn't know how they were going to show up and what we were going to be forced to sacrifice. Well, um, I would say that those little miracles that were popping up were other people who stepped forward, 
mm-hmm. in unexpected ways mm-hmm. to either provide financial support or just provide emotional support and uh, validate the course of life that we were on. And sometimes that didn't come from anything earthly. That didn't come from the people. Uh, That came from the heavenly inspiration, the spiritual promptings and confirmation that, that you had to make yourself available for because those come in quiet moments in peace and in stillness. And those become the most powerful um, sources of conviction. Mm. I appreciate that. That really is. That is beautiful. So, Go ahead. Um, really quickly before, because we got to go for to break here, just a minute. My um, my spirit is still full right now, and Doug's is too. I can see it in his face. We're just both going. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is. I just texted him. Said this shows for you, Doug. This <laughs> shows for me. Absolutely because, true. Because totally that's true. what we always are so grateful for. That and what I would like to know is, have you? And we'll get more into what you're doing in your clinic. But have you seen? Is there any one specific? And I know that's that's asking like picking out a needle in a haystack, but one specific thing that you feel you could share with our with our listeners of a miracle. Like I know that I've I've seen I saw in my son it when he started in theater, he was able to release all that anger and all that frustration, and he actually wrote a play and one man play when he was at university in theater that depicted his life. And it was really hard for me as a mom to listen to it and see him do it. But it was so lethargic and, and, and not lethargic, but so it helped him so much deal with all the things that he was going through. For us, my wife and I were in a place of such desperation. I'm, and just to put this in a nutshell because of going to break with no source of income and a depletion of savings over the span of about 18 months, we were living on miracles and being delivered by the miracles. And I was still trying to meet financial obligations to continue my personal training in the, in the profession that I'm in right now. Um, but at some, you know, I, I'm talking about tens of thousands of, of credit card debt to do this. But at some point, somebody stepped forward and became a student and said, I believe in this so much that he surprised us with uh, collecting from his own um, finances and from others a $50,000 endowment to open up the school, to open up this clinic, and to have me do this focusing on it full time. Wow. That was something that's that just we, couldn't ever, we couldn't have foreseen that. So that's just right. incredible. Perfect thing to go on a break here. That was that that was exactly what I wanted to hear because yep. people just need to understand you've got to have hope. You keep persevering, you keep doing what God's telling you to do, and the miracles will happen. And and that's what's happened to you. And now you're able to help 
thousands of people. So with that, we're going to go to break. Stay with us. You want to come back and hear the rest of the story. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, friend. My name is Ellie Meadows, and this message is for you. If you are looking for more abundance in your life, in your health, your finances, your love life, your joy, then I invite you to connect with me alongside Jack Canfield, America's number one success coach, where we will work together to co-create the abundant life that you deserve. I'm accepting new partnerships through the end of this month. Please visit my website, AbundanceWithElly.com, to learn more. Wishing you a blessed and abundant day. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are having an amazing discussion, a little bit emotional, got my tissues right here, with Benjamin King. He is just, it's been such a thrill to visit with him and know where he's coming from. If you haven't listened to the first half of the show, please go back and listen to it. Listen to it. (laughs) We've actually gotten into some really deep things that have really affected both Doug and I that um, Benjamin has been through and we can both relate, both Doug and I can relate to what he's been through and where he's at now. And we are so impressed with where he's at now with his foundation that's called the Blue Petal Foundation that he started. And we want to talk more about that. And and my heart is so full. And thank you, Benjamin, for sharing those very, very emotional, intense things because so many people out there are dealing with so much and they don't know how to 
do anything with it. They're not sure where to go or what kind of help is out there. If, if there's even help, I was talking to a friend last night that said she just doesn't want to live anymore. She doesn't feel like there's any hope for her. And I was like, okay, whoa, wait, back up the train, you know, but you just don't know. You don't know what anybody's going through. And, and like you were talking about those, those deep, deep hurts and those deep pains Unless you've lived it, you have no idea what somebody's going through. And they're looking for what you offer. So let's step forward with that and go for more what you're doing and how you're offering it and how this all came about. Yeah. Um, You know, I appreciate what you just said, um, Stephanie, because there really is a relationship between deep pain, deep sorrow, and deep joy. And Mm -hmm. something that I've learned in my practice and understanding what the healing journey looks like, the deeper pain you've experienced in your life will correspond to the potential of how much joy, the deeper the pain, the deeper the joy. And I agree. um, What I do in my practice right now is I teach what is called Qigong. And the history of this ancient Chinese mind-body practice is incredible. So filled with miracles, if that's what you like to look for. And um, what ins- part of what has inspired me to do what I'm doing now with Blue Petal Foundation and helping people to experience deep healing, self-transformation for uh, wholeness and fullness is the fact that beginning thousands of years ago, up until even today, this was a cultural practice of one of the world's oldest civilizations. And there are stories that you can research and learn about right now on the internet about a particular uh, medical Qigong clinic that was based in Beijing, I believe, China, where people who went to the conventional Western medicine uh, route for answers to their illnesses, to their diseases, to their um, um, psycho-emotional problems. And we're told that there's no hope for you. Um, Stop wasting your family's money, go home and die, basically. They would learn about this medicineless hospital that was kind of out in nature and didn't do any kind of marketing But in the span of 11 years while it operated, it helped over 400,000 people with terminal illnesses, diseases, and um, many of them inoperable, incurable. But they would come to this medicineless hospital. They would be evaluated by a Western-trained doctor in order to provide a diagnosis of what the condition is. And then for at least 21 straight days, 
they were immersed in a program where for several hours a day, they would practice moving their body, breathing uh, deeply, and training their, their thoughts, their mind, their imagination. And this, in a, in a simple way, uh, is what Qigong is. It's learning how to cultivate the life force, the energy, the life energy of the body, of the mind, of the spirit. And in one year that they conducted studies, they evaluated that there were over 160 different illnesses and diseases that the people had who were going to the program. And within a certain period of time, they found that by doing these exercises, being immersed in nature, disconnected from the world, no access to telephone, to television, to newspapers. They were just completely immersed in nature, completely immersed in um, learning how to breathe, learning how to move the body, learning how to train consciousness. There was a 96% effectiveness, 96% effective. Now that doesn't mean that everybody was cured, but that means that 96% of the people felt some kind of improvement or complete eradication of all symptoms. Wow. Um, there was one story. That's of, huge. That is. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, when you try to find a, any kind of hospital, hospital or clinic here in the Western world that has that kind of effectiveness, right? Um, yeah. You're not going to find it. Wow. But there was... Um, there are stories of um, one woman who was so depressed, so down in life that she had to have her four-year-old son spoon feed her because she lacked the energy to not only feed herself, but to pick up a knife and end her own life. Mm-hmm. She wanted to die, but she didn't have the energy to do it. And when she saw the extent that her four-year-old son would go to keep her mother alive, she made a decision inside of her that she needed to live, that there was a reason for her to be here and that she needed to do something about it. So she came to this uh, medicineless clinic and after 21 days was restored um, to a greater sense of, of health, of well-being. And, and then she came back as a volunteer teacher and would teach the large groups of people these Qigong exercises. Um, another man who was a quadriplegic was brought to the clinic. And even though he couldn't stand to do any of the movements and the exercises, he would observe what everybody was doing. And in his mind, he would follow the motions. In his mind, he Imagine lifting his arms, moving his legs, doing the, the graceful, gentle movements and breathing in and releasing the breath out until eventually he started restoring mobility to his arms and his legs. And then he was no longer a quadriplegic. He was actually on his feet, able to do the exercises and movements. And then when he returned back to his village in China, all of a sudden, all these other quadriplegics, you know, who saw him and realized the change that it made, they came to the clinic 
And so I think um, by talking about miracles, there's a miracle when one learns to connect to who they really are mm. and understand the power that is inherent here. Yeah. And yeah. I just happen to have been blessed on my path of life uh, to uh, discover this practice. Um, it's part of what I utilize in helping people to discover wholeness and fullness. And so somebody come to your clinic, Ben, Awesome. What would that look like? How how long are the classes? If that somebody wanted to train with you, what does that look like? If somebody's just coming in to figure out if they can get some help and have some hope, what does that look like? So initially, somebody will come here because um, they've heard about Qigong, and Qigong is still kind of peculiar. It's still right. relatively unknown, and so they're curious. They want to learn more about it. Um, or they're, they're hurting and they've exhausted the conventional route and didn't find answers that really satisfied their quest for healing and wholeness. And so, Hey, what have I got to lose to try alternative? And I'm going to seek out anything out there that, that is alternative or complementary to Western medicine. And so they'll come to a place like me, uh, a place like I have and to get help from somebody like me. Um, so when they do come to me, um, they learn that there are classes that I teach and live stream every Tuesday and Thursday. In fact, that's what class I just finished up this morning before I jumped on here for this interview. And we spend time doing some Qigong but we also spend time talking about the philosophy of wholeness and fullness of balance and harmony and oneness uh, about how this is found in an equilibrium that when we can cultivate um, the balance of body mind and spirit and then we come into a state where we can enjoy the natural fruits of life and those fruits of life are happiness um, it's joy it's prosperity, it's um, harmony and autonomy and freedom. And on a societal level, it's liberty. And so I, I do show how these principles apply, not only in our lives, but in our families, in our communities and in society, because this equilibrium is important to all of us. We all rely on this equilibrium. And the principles that pertain to individual health and wellness and, and transformation are the same principles that apply on the macro scale of society for harmony and wholeness and peace and prosperity. And so that's what I'm concerned about as, as, a, as a citizen of this country. That's what I'm concerned about as a member of the human family. That's what I'm concerned about as a father and as a member of my community. And so that's the work really that I do through Blue Puddle Foundation is we're, we're demonstrating the pattern and we're empowering the process of what I call the way of all life. The what of life? The web of life? The way. Way of life. Oh, that's what you The way of all life. Yeah. The way of all life. All right. That's awesome. I've got to ask, is your wife and children involved with you in this? (laughs) My wife, I think, would like to be more involved than I do involve her. She, of course, she and I are are, uh, the 
on the board of directors and and we work with other members who are on the board and i consult her on on a lot of the major decisions and a lot of the minority you know small decisions but i she, her spirit is in this and i i've tried introducing some of our uh, some of the qigong exercises to my children but they're they're at an age still where they're it's play you know they see dad doing movements, moving his hands, moving his body, <laughs> making sounds with his breath. And, but they don't, they don't uh, take it serious or have any interest in it just yet. I, I they will. Like, they will. I like that there is something physical to it as well, because I've over a lot of years of a lot of things talking with people, uh, it changed your thinking. And I agree with that. But if you just sit quietly in the corner and, and try and change your thinking, that sometimes becomes not strong enough to change the thinking. And so I appreciate that there can be something physical that you can do. So because that becomes much more uh, grammatical, very easy to, okay, then just do this. Just do this and expect this to happen. Just start the process there. And that will help you so that your mind can maybe relax and move forward the way that it needs to. So I appreciate that. There really so is. Oh, go, go, ahead. Ahead. Uh, go ahead. Finish your sentence. And I want to ask you how people can get hold of you. Oh, well, there really is no <laughs> um, healing without involving the mind and um, the right. level of thoughts and beliefs, because that is where the pattern starts forming that eventually starts taking root in the tissues and in the body. <laughs> so, um, there's a saying that if the spirit is agitated, the heart will be in disharmony. If the heart is in disharmony, the body will be injured. If mm -hmm. the spirit is at peace, the heart will be in harmony. And if the heart is in harmony, the body will be whole. So all things holistically have to be taken into account and considered so that there can be true healing. And that requires the integration of body, mind, spirit together. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why this practice has endured for thousands of years and why it's been brought into a lot of Western hospitals and integrative medicine clinics is because it is a powerful and potent medicine. It's learning how to unlock the internal healing powers of the body through consciousness and through breath work and through movement. Because once you can open up the body, you're actually learning how to open the breath and you're opening the mind and it is life transformational. And just to answer your question, people can go to the website. That's how they can get a hold of me. They can go to bluepetalfoundation.org and learn about the classes, learn about the three day training that I do provide. And uh, once you get involved as a member, so it's a subscription based model here, people can uh, get into a membership and have access to these classes. Uh, then they can have some treatment with me because as you mentioned at the beginning, um, I do hypnotherapy as well because I, I discovered that healing has to begin at the level of consciousness and subconsciousness. And so hypnotherapy yes. is a powerful tool of being able to access those uh, negative thought patterns and, and uh, beliefs that are disempowering. 
And one thing I know, because I own a hyperbaric oxygen clinic and it's, it's all holistic. And this is what we are always telling our clients when they come in. It's, it's a total thing. It's mind, body, spirit. It has to be everything. And, mm-hmm. and we know that if we put the right tools in our bodies, God made our bodies to repair themselves. We know that. So we've got to be able to, and we, I see it every day, like you do. It's just amazing. And it takes a combination. It's not just one thing or, or go do this. It's a combination of things that have to be done so that God can let our bodies work the way that they're supposed to. And again, that's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, all of it. It is all a whole package. So I love what you're saying. Yeah, the body is simply just reflecting what's going on on the subconscious level, the, the energetic uh-huh. level and the spirit level. Yeah. Uh, it will mold and reflect and respond to what's going on inside. And so the healing has to begin internally. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Beautiful. I like that. Exactly. This uh, <laughs> my mind is just going so fast. <laughs> I feel the agitation as you so eloquently put it, but I agree. I've heard, that, I've heard that in other phrases as well. But yeah, it's a it's a positive, good agitation. It is. So I again um tell us again, bluepedalfoundation.org. They can get hold of you. They can find out about your tell us a little bit about your three-day. Your three-day, is it a class or a clinic, or what is it? It's a, it's a training. So this is, I'm presenting a lot of the ancient exercises and practices and, and principles and understanding that was what doctors of medical Qigong or Chinese energetic medicine had to master in order to become physicians or doctors in the uh the Chinese clinics and and hospitals. Uh, But also, these are the ancient exercises that masters of Qigong um, developed thousands of years ago. And and there's a written recorded history that goes back 4,000 years with China. But this this was the healthcare system. Um, The way that they helped anybody experience healing was first beginning at the level of spirit. And that is the level of thoughts and beliefs and dreams and desires and imagination. And so in this training, which actually I'm, uh, I have one next week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, I think that's August 18th, 19th, and 20th. We go into learning how to do purgation of all of the negative toxic energies that are stored in the tissues, in the organs as a result of suppression of emotion. We learn how to purge that energy out and using sound vibration and resonance. Um, Then we learn how to tonify and that's methods of strengthening using movement and breath and imagination to strengthen organs, organ systems, any area of the body that's weak or deficient and then learning how to regulate. And that is just to bring the, the harmony and the balance of the whole body and um, mind together. So um, this training is what really got me involved in Qigong uh, back in 2017. It was a five-day intensive. I'm just condensing it down to three days. But um, this is the beginning path of really immersing into an ancient practice of learning how to deeply heal 
and undergo transformation of the of the body, mind, and spirit. That is so beautiful, that. so beautiful because it is it is true. I, you know, there's I've had a number of clients come in, and physically, what we're doing, their bodies are repairing, but mentally, they're not thinking that they're repairing. They're not wanting. And I've I've sat down many times with clients and said, "Do you want to live?" Mm. And I've had the answer no a number of times. But I've had the answer yes. I'm like, okay, if you want to, then let's follow all the steps to get you there. And and it's um, it's amazing what your body and your mind and your spirit can do when they're all working together. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that what you're doing is just it's just beautiful. And people right now, don't you feel like in the last, especially a few years. People are just lost. They're just wandering. They're needing something and don't have a clue where to turn to to find what they need. There was enough of what happened throughout 2020 that for some people, it shook them enough to awaken them. And, Mm -hmm. And that is what started them on their quest for, I need to tap into something that is not going to shake that is not going to be temporary. I need to go inward and upward and start um, connecting with things that really are of an eternal nature and that matter most. Well said, that's beautiful. And I totally agree with that. And that's usually what happens. Something traumatizes you such that you you say, okay, I'm gonna do something different. This, This path that I've been on is not the path for me so i'm gonna go do something different and i appreciate that and that's similar to some of the experiences when i decided to move into the my miracles station that i do and now into family history it's all based on the same kind of thing where you talk spiritually with people what's going on inside of you tell me what your experience has been we say miracles because that's a nice word that gets people's attention but it's really spiritually what's happening inside of you that you're noticing the shift and that gratifies me and it lifts me and everyone else and it's just a joyful opportunity and experience that's so beautiful ben we're just about out of time this has been so delightful on so many different levels thank you for the opportunity to use my tissue um, yep. because i do do that quite often and i appreciate that and we are definitely going to come down there and and experience your center we you know we love we love meeting you but we want to go experience that center because that's right in line with what we both believe and what we do and what we see and how we can help others. So I thank you. And for our listeners, again, bluepedalfoundation.org. Bluepedalfoundation.org. Go look him up, check his thing. And he's in beautiful Alpine, Utah. If you guys haven't been there, it's incredible right at the mountains. It's gorgeous yeah, there. It and so thank you, Ben, and your wife and your children. Tell them thank you for allowing you to do this and being there for them. It's It takes a village. Thank you, Stephanie. And we know and that. Thank you, Doug. Thank you and very much. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of our listeners. Please share and like this with everybody that you've got out there. Somebody needs to hear it. Yep. Have a beautiful, happy, healthy day. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. 
That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 